goofiest mascot in pro sports. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And uh, welcome back. We had our first uh, hiatus in quite some time. I don't even know the last time we we had a week off. It's been quite a while, but uh, well-deserved. Want to say hello to everybody jumping on the live show right now. And, of course, everybody listening later on at your own leisure or watching later on at your own leisure. But uh Everybody's here, and uh, I just I just want to take a real quick minute here. I'll try and do this uh, as quickly as possible. But uh, Friday morning, we uh, we received word that uh, the Pigskin Podcast Network and DraftKings were literally shutting down effective immediately. But DraftKings um, hasn't shut down the Pigskin Podcast. Well, you know what I mean. The, the podcast uh, <laughs> network and the fact that DraftKings was sponsoring them and thereby us. Yes, thank you for clarifying. Uh, but yes, they did shut us uh, uh, down and um, they, they've they been... Um, uh, They've been great in, in helping us transition over to everything, but I want to send a real, real big thanks and a quick shout out to Variety Sports Network um, and Brandon there at VSN. They picked us up within just a few hours of us uh, getting the bad news. So as I told these guys, it was like that Seinfeld episode where uh, one one thing bad happens to Jerry and then a good thing. It was even Steven. Everything kind of worked out. So One for uh, one. What's that? One for one. One for one. Yeah. Kind of like the Steelers and... this year in free agency. <laughs> well, we'll be touching on Except that. Except for Samalo. Um, that guy's a bona fide star. The rest of them, eh. See, Ben's just jumping right to it. You know, he, he wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in any case, so that's what's been going on. And again, hello to everybody. Hello to everybody on uh, later recordings and later viewings and all that stuff, too. Um, my first question, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the, the free agent stuff here in a minute. But but my first question, uh, Ben, I'll just go ahead and ask you this. Are the Pittsburgh Steelers better now than they were at the end of uh, the 2022 season? Uh, yeah. But um, the fan expectations that they signed all these studs and they're going to be so much better than they were remind me a lot of last year when people thought that the Steelers offense was going to be so much better because they had a mobile quarterback. And Ben was a statue. And Ben, ben was done. He was past his prime, blah, 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 holding the offense back. Did you guys figure it out at this point? Being mobile isn't the only thing about being a quarterback. Okay. Right, right. And some of these guys they signed, well, most of the guys they signed were not pursued by the teams they left at all. Okay. Patrick yep. Peterson, not pursued by the team he left. Um, the linebackers, not pursued by the teams they left. These guys were captains on their team and they still weren't pursued by the teams mm-hmm. they left. Uh, the only guy that, in my mind, they signed that was a star was Sam Allo. 
And we got lucky there. Philly was way over the cap. They needed to make some room. They had to make some decisions. He was one of the guys that they they let go. Mm-hmm. But all the rest of those guys are just they're just guys. Okay. Right. And right. Yes. Are they improved at linebacker? Yes, they are. They also, in my mind, took a step back at strong safety. Keanu okay. Neal's a big hitter, mm-hmm. but he can't cover. He's even worse than Edmonds. Okay. They let Sutton go. They got older at cornerback. Mm-hmm. I do not believe that Patrick Peterson, I, I still think he's got some left in the tank. I do. And in know-how, in terms of know-how and vet presence, he's going to be great. But in terms of just raw ability, he's not a cornerback one anymore. He's not. And mm-hmm. so it's like they didn't get better at corner. They got older at corner. And he's not going to get better at this age. He's not better than Sutton now, and he's not going to improve. Uh, so I, I think the, the, the long-term plan there was to bring that guy in because he was available because they want to get younger at corner. And they wanted a guy there to to mentor some guys as they came along. That's me. It's my. It's just my instinct. Nobody will confirm this, and nobody's going to tell me anyway. And right. We're not going to know about it until after the draft. Let me. Uh, uh, I I want to ask these guys the same question, but then I, I want to come back to uh, Pat Pete uh, uh, quickly as well. Um, Ian, as it stands, is this current Steelers team is it better than the one that finished the most recent season? They they are. Um, they have upgraded their offensive line tremendously, um, even from a depth standpoint. Uh, you know, like Ben said, Samuel is a star. Um, they've added other guys who are better than the depth pieces that they replaced. Um, they have added um, two inside linebackers that are better than the guys that played most of the snaps last year. Well, but they still can't cover. Let, let me let okay, let me put it this way. A fully healthy, fully capable Miles Jack is probably better than the two guys they signed. But exactly. Miles Jack at this point in his career is can't not healthy. fully healthy for the whole mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, yeah. Right. Um, you know, it, it's safety. I mean, I don't think they Looking at the numbers, they didn't pay Keanu Neal starter money. They paid him backup money. Yeah. Um, I mean, two years, a trade over $4 million, like that's backup money, basically. Yep. Yeah, they, um, they basically gave him the same contract that they gave to KZ. Yeah. Which is yeah. also backup money. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that the plan at safety is that we're going to see a bit more of that three safety look. Um, with Neil kind of taking on some of those box safety duties that Edmonds was playing and KZ taking on a little bit more of a coverage role. Um, but that also gives you the opportunity to move Minka around a little bit. So, um, you know, are they better at corner? Probably not much, but also their corners got torched a bit last year. But also the guys that were terrible, Levi Wallace at times, Akella Weatherspoon often, they kept so uh, i don't know um they're not know, better at corner they're not better at corner no, um no I agree you know is is the defensive lineman they signed whose name i can't pronounce um Fahoko? Fahoko. 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 yeah um is is he he's better a, than a 38 year old tyson Alou? Alou? yeah probably he's a, is but he's, he's a, a depth piece yeah he's, he's a depth piece, piece. Yeah. he'll, mm-hmm. so he'll help mean, in short yardage situations i, I don't think that. I don't think they're tremendously better right now than they were last year, but I think they're slightly better than they okay. are 
where they finished the end of last year. All right. And, and Scarps, right before I hand uh, this question to you, I, I, Aaron commented that he dreams of Deontay Banks every night. Uh, Aaron, you know, I'm a little concerned that you're dreaming of this guy every night, man. Um, you know, hey, you know what? Hey, the draft right, is three weeks own. Perfectly normal. I, I, I'm just a little concerned. You know, um, we we can get you help for these dreaming problems. Uh, Scarps, are the Steelers better right now than they were at the end of 2022? In your opinion, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and I, I just want to make want to make a point clear. The and we'll talk about Patrick Peterson, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I uh, I agree. What is it? So Amalu? What is it? I don't even know. What is it? Isaac. Isaac. So what? Is it like, <laughs> so, I, th- so I think it's Suamalu. Suamalu. So Polamalu. Yeah. Suamalu. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, there so, you Suamalu. go. Yes, yeah. I completely agree. Suamalu is is a really good player. That is yeah. by far and away their yeah. biggest free agent signing. Yeah. But all the other guys that they signed, including Patrick Peterson, and you're only you're only giddy about it because you recognize the name and he used to be an all pro. Yep. Last year at this time, when they signed Miles Jack, everybody yeah. was all about it. Guilty. And and, yeah. and and they and it was uh I believe it was 937 the fan interviewed uh, the Jaguars, like ESPN reporter, and the and that that ESPN reporter said, "Hey, Miles Jack still is a is a decent player, yep. but I'm going to tell you this right now, he's going to take some plays off." And Sunshine Steelers Nation was like, "This guy's a <laughs> hater, hey, Miles Jack. Miles Jack must have not not talked to him in the locker room. He has a vendetta against Miles Jack." And what did we see with Miles Jack? He made a lot of tackles, but he was a blue tarski, zero point. Zero. He had no sacks, no force fumbles, no fumble recovery. But the team in tackles, though. I mean, the guy okay. wasn't bad. He just couldn't it's stay a, healthy. It's a trade-off. Okay. Like, stay healthy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, another guy that was good at tackling left, uh, Terrell Edmonds, and everybody yeah. acts like that's not a big deal either. And uh, then even Claude, say, even Claude saying, hey, uh, you know, Patrick Peterson better than Cam Sutton. I- I'm not going. I no, will not I, go that I far. I don't agree. Because I will take a 25, 26-year-old guy that's been here for four, four or five years. In fairness, he's 27. Been, sorry, but... 27. Anyway, whatever. I'm just saying right. that I don't know if they're better right now. I have some huge questions. What are they going to do at receiver um, right now? They're always like, how? Why is Miles Boykin not? Miles Boykin hasn't been resigned, and I think that guy's pretty good. He's a good special teamer. Exactly, um, great special teamer. You know, yeah. I, I just yeah. so if, I can't say yes or no at this point. But going back to the Jack news that happened last year, just I say that I say these things with just just relax right and see what happens Green assault yeah yeah um the I thing think, i wanted to, i think boykin wants a multi-year deal someplace and and at least that's what i'm hearing is the scuttlebutt yeah. he wants a multi-year deal someplace like at least three years and the the offers he's getting are all for a year including from the Steelers. so <laughs> i don't yeah i i i want to ask about peterson because there was a uh, some some scuttlebutt, if you will, last week that suggested that Mike Tomlin was open to using Peterson at safety. Uh, ben, your thoughts on that? He doesn't need him at safety. I I didn't really think so either. 
Um, I mean, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to replace him at free safety? You're going to replace Minka Fitzpatrick at free safety with Patrick Peterson? Well, right, because no, you're not going to put Peterson is, in the box. He's not, no, he's not a strong safety. You're going to do what you did with Cam Sutton, which is, you know, there's, there's plays where, depending on the rotation of the safeties, if Minka drops down to play that robber position, the strong safety moves over, the corner on the far side kind of moves back to play a cover two, the slot corner Pat, bounces out to play. Pat Pete like, is not a, he's not a field corner. He's not, uh, he's not that guy. He's not a guy who can who can cover little tiny water bug wide receivers no, no, no. out of the he's slot. Not, he's not a slot guy. No, 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 no. But but what I'm saying is there were plays last year. There were plays throughout Cam Sutton's career. Remember the play where Cam Sutton picked off Deshaun Watson when he played for the Texans? Uh-huh. Yes. He was playing safety on that play. Yep. Like he was he was the free safety deep. Like I think it's it's not a Patrick Pearson's gonna play safety all the time, but it's a hey. In our defensive scheme, sometimes cool. we ask our corners to rotate back and play a cover two role because of how the how we move our safeties around, right? I think it's more of that is what I took of it than he's gonna, you know, replace one of the other safeties. I, I think, I think it's that's a, fair. Sometimes your responsibilities yeah. as a corner is to backfill for the safety, or even, you know, depending on how we line up on the field. Maybe you're lined up at safety because we lined up somebody somewhere else. You know, it's it's. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. No, I, I think that's a fair assessment. That that it's not like, hey, you're replacing this guy. You're the starter the rest of the way at safety. I, I think it's going to be a a, a scheme based thing, a rotation thing, and and that just I don't know. Scarps, did you have a thought on that at all? I mean, I, I thought you did a good job of breaking down the way you felt about him just in general. But I mean, like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say. I'm not going to say that like, he's not like, like, I know, I know I joke on here a lot, but like, I'm not going to say that he's done or he's toast or whatever, but, but I don't like not many Steelers have, have not many Steelers defensive backs have started games after after they're 33 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And a lot of the names you'll recognize on that list because we've grown to love them and and they were they were hall of famers or not all hall of famers but they won super bowls and sure. some of them in their hall of fame but like you know like i, I just I, I just i don't like i and i've said this for weeks on the show i don't like getting i don't like getting older at that position and everybody on Steelers twitter says oh well they're going to draft a corner they're going to dra- what happens if they don't you know what i mean like what happens if they don't draft a corner that's fair right but away? but if the plan is to get older to in order to get younger if they follow through and that happens. And I'm not saying that the draft is going to fall exactly the way we're hoping it will, Ryan. I'm not. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get into that. that. Yeah. But, you know, if they do follow through and get younger at corner, then it all, it, it works out. That's, that's all I'm saying. It, it, it just requires patience. It, it does. Football and, in general you know, does. I, I think at this point they could, they could go, corner corner or they could go corner safety I, I are we all in agreement that there's a real possibility that they could double dip on corners here it's such oh, a good yeah. class that I, I yeah I think it's a, it's a very good possibility and I think that's because the the quality of why. those of those prospects even in the middle rounds yep. is going to be very good this this is a draft I, I agree with you this is a draft to me where where there are going to be a good amount of of corners that mm-hmm. play a long time in this league that are not taken early. I, I'm talking third, yeah. fourth round guys, and 
you know, like Ike Taylor-esque, like fourth round, yeah. played for a million years, always was available. And yeah. and there's nothing and there's nothing wrong with that. And and I know Ike took a lot of shit because he didn't have the best hands. If he had yeah. if he had hands, he'd probably be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But like I would give anything to have a corner like that again. So would I, man. You know? he, he covered so damn well. And 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 for all the shit that he took, man, if you go back and look at if you go back and look at when he locked up every number, he was always on he was always on an opposing yeah. number one. He was a CB one. Go, and yeah. go look, go look at like even AJ Green. AJ, he, he was, every, yep. People think like AJ Green. AJ Green had Chad Johnson. He yeah, did torture us. They tortured us, but Ike did a really good job against those guys. So yeah. the only guy that ever had Ike's number was Demarius Thomas, and it was just <laughs> like R.I.P. Demarius yeah. Thomas. But yeah, if part of that kinda, was physicality, though, too. Yeah, it feels Demarius like Thomas every, was that guy who just you couldn't, you know, right? Yeah, every every corner has that guy they they struggle with, right? Like Joe Hayden could lock down A.J. Green, but always struggled with Antonio Brown because A.B. Right. was just faster than him mm-hmm. and, and quicker, you know, off the off He was the quicker cuts. in little, those little moves. Yeah, right? and, and Hayden was a physical corner and could shut down the big guys like A.J. Green who were bigger than him because he was more physical. But it was, you know, every – there's no perfect cornerback out you there, do. you know, and there's no perfect receiver out there, right? Any right. receiver can get shut down by any cornerback too. Yeah. There's, you know – it's it's like edge rushers, right? Like you know, there were guys that like James Harrison just ate for lunch every time he played him, and then there were guys like Joe Thomas that James Harrison just couldn't get around. Who was mm-hmm. the tackle that played for uh, the um, the Chiefs? Eric Fisher. They Eric Fisher. Yeah, James Harrison just destroyed just destroyed him. <laughs> yes. God, that was that was embarrassing to watch. That play, Number, I don't even like pick. the Chiefs. That yeah, play. and Joe Thomas, you know, basically the way that that Harrison dealt with Joe Thomas for lack of a nicer way of putting it, was he would hook himself and then he would flop. Yeah. And he'd get a holding call or three. And Thomas would go, that's fucking bullshit. He did. He, and and he wasn't wrong, but it was just, it was smart play. It was just smart play. Right. Hey, shout out to Wayne here, not only for his point that he made, but for the space balls. Yeah, I was just going (laughs) to go there myself. Once again, I'm surrounded by assholes. She gives great helmet. (laughs) Cool that all night long. Um, I, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there, there's a I'm gonna call it a rumor, uh, but but there, there was a little bit of a report that came out tonight that that said the Steelers could possibly be looking into trading James Daniels. Um, I, I mean, I could see it. They signed three guards. I, I, no, I, I get it. Uh, I just three? don't know. I just don't know how you take the guy that was your best lineman. And trade him. I, I mean, yeah, I don't think you trade that guy. I, if it's anybody, you you trade Kevin Dotson. But that's that's me, right? Right. And and obviously Kendrick Green is. Uh, I think he's probably going to go for a one or a yeah. two. Uh, <laughs> two yeah, number one. I, yeah, I, I, I think that. I think that Green is going to get traded for like a, a conditional seventh round pick that based upon kid, what happens with yeah. his next team. Right. You know. Right. I, Good luck to him. I, I just I wish him the best. Right. I just don't see Daniels being traded. But then again, as we get closer to the draft, the draft has changed, guys. Trades are happening more and more and more. So who the hell knows? Yeah, I, and they they traded uh, Martavis Bryant during the draft the one yeah. year and for yeah. three. For, yeah. 
yeah. You, you know, the other thing too is, um, um, you, you, we don't know what's going to happen with the Rodgers and the Jets thing. That's going to change up some things in this in the draft. Probably not in the first round, but uh, it know, sounds so like the the Packers are just looking for for picks. Right, they're not looking for players, so it yeah. probably won't won't trade won't change much mm-hmm. in as much as uh, what the Packers and Jets draft priorities are. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I read the Jets are going to have fewer picks. I read right. I read the other day that the main holdup on that was that the there there was something with like a 2025 pick that the Jets wanted some conditional conditions on that basically like if Rodgers retired after 2024, yes, they could they wouldn't have to give up their 2025. Yeah. The whole the whole like holdup on this so it's is pretty close. The, yeah, the Jets are going. Listen, if we're only going to get a year out of this guy. And we're gonna have yeah. to pay him fifty million dollars. We we want some assurances that if that happens, we're gonna be compensated. We're gonna be made whole somehow. Yeah. Yep. And I don't think that's unreasonable. I really don't. No, I no. Um, even even for yeah, yeah I agree. Because even for a team like the Jets that hasn't been relevant since Joe Willie Namath guaranteed <laughs> a victory. Um, Hey, they went to two AFC championships. No, Mark Sanchez, no less. That's right. That that, te- that was that, a fucking good team. The the shitty line. quarterback. Yeah, I. That was a yeah back to back 2010. Rex Ryan is actually is not a bad coach, but I agree. Like, he, like the Jets are like shit. Like, and that's the thing. It sucks about Rodgers. Like, he's such a pain in the ass, but like he's a really good football player. He's a really good quarterback, and he absolutely yeah. puts they, them in contention. But I mean, my, how many how many yeah. really good athletes are also a pain in the ass? There are lots many, of them. Many. Aaron Rodgers is not that unique. No, he's he's just a weird dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's probably the best way of putting it. Pain in the ass and a weird dude. Yeah. Well, um, you know. Uh... I, I did just circling back to our earlier conversation though. I did want to say one other thing about sort of Mark's question on where the Steelers are now versus the end of the year. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know, like I said, we're maybe marginally fractionally better than we were but overall i've been pretty happy with the job that omar khan has done um you know he hasn't he hasn't gone out and signed anyone to a ludicrous contract that's gonna destroy our salary cap Um, speed exactly yeah stand up um and uh but also he's he's addressed some needs right like we knew inside linebacker was a problem we signed mm-hmm. two guys there we knew cornerback was a problem he signed a guy there uh you know had to deal with Terrell Edmonds basically deciding he didn't want to be here anymore because for what he signed for in Philadelphia yep. that was a decision on his part and yep. you know address that with re-signing KZ and signing Keanu Neal um, and then signed some some offensive linemen which was a, an issue last year too so like he's addressed positions of need and hasn't put us in a bad cap standpoint. And I think other than the Peter or no, other than the Somalu, Somalu, whatever. Somalu. Somalu contract. Thank Sayamalu. you. Other than the Somalu contract, I think uh, I think his was the only three year deal. I think everything else has either been a one or a two year deal. So really, that's not that's not bad from a, a big picture yeah. long term. Sayamalu. Everybody needs to learn that guy's yeah. name because yeah. I am serious when I tell you yeah. he is a star. Yeah. What uh, do we know? What number he's wearing? Have they announced it yet? Uh, and just out of curiosity, it's 69. I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, that's why I was just, I mean, he hey, seems like a guy. That's that Kevin would... Dotson's number. Oh, I'm sorry, cut Kevin, Kevin, sorry Kevin Dotson. 
Um, <laughs> hey, what a uh, steel dad, not to steal yeah. your thunder, but what are we drinking tonight? Uh, well, I, it's funny you say that. I literally just polished off my uh, most recent bottle of Bradshaw bourbon, so Ooh, I've nice. got a little bit left, but that's gone. And then I got a, uh, a hazy hearted IPA from the fine folks at Bell's waiting in the refrigerator Nicely down by my done. feet here. Uh, yeah, uh, Ian, I know you got a beer. What are you drinking right now? I am. I am drinking a Southern Tier Christmas ale because, uh, yes, it's Easter. Wow! Because they because, were still in the fridge. No, well, well, no, I have a keg of it. And somehow, oh how much I have do not you have finished, left in that keg? I don't know. I expected it to kick like three weeks ago, and it's I'm still pouring beers out of it. So it's a we delicious should all go over to Ian's house. Yeah, is what I'm hearing pouring, in this conversation. I'm still drinking Par- them. Party at Ian's. Yeah, I, I love winter beers. They're fucking great. I, I do, too. I, I tried to go out and get a, a few cases of Jewel this year toward the end, but I was too late. I, Everybody I, I, sold it goes out. fast even here. It it does. Yeah. And I usually I buy four or five cases at the very end and just, you know, store them and, mm-hmm. you know, kind yeah. of milk them a little bit at a time. But I wasn't able to do that this year. Ian has a kegerator. Lucky what, bastard. Uh, ben, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking a fine Calumet 10-year bourbon. Oh, nice. lovely. Lovely. It is quite delicious. Um, I, I didn't I buy this. That. I got it for my birthday. Okay. Thanks, Johnny. Wherever the fuck you are, he's not on tonight. <laughs> oh, he's on um, here somewhere. And uh, yeah, no, it's uh, hundred proof. Uh, good stuff. Wonderful. Uh, Scarps, and you're drinking Bombay Sapphire with a little splash of lemonade. Ooh, oh, you are drinking tonight. Ooh, that is a fancy. I wasn't sure if you right would. There. Why? Given like how close it. Jess is to the to delivering i i wasn't sure honestly Listen, i got <laughs> no criticism at all here i, I, I just wasn't sure three right three what's up right, melvin three right turns and we're on the highway baby we're gonna go uh what, what wait what's freak a freak got going in here space dust ipa with that is so delicious wedding cake wedding cake Oh, where do you dude. live, dude? I mean, I've I've seen all kinds of stuff at the dispensary, but wedding cake—that's a new one. Freak got a little Manford man blasting even... in the background. <laughs> I don't even man. smoke the weed, and <laughs> I still am familiar with all that shit. That's fantastic. Uh, you know, this program—we've talked uh, numerous times about the fact that the Steelers have one of the smaller coaching staffs in the entire NFL. They did actually add to it this week. Um, they, they have a new offensive assistant. His name is Glenn Taylor. I think it's kind of uh, weird that they Glenn didn't Thomas. really announce what his, <laughs> I'm sorry. What is it? What? It's Glenn Thomas. It's like, ah, whatever. It Glenn Taylor, name. Glenn Thomas. They're all the same. Well, I thought Glenn it was Glenn Miller. Fry. Wasn't Glenn Fry? Well, no, he's dead. Oh. R.I.P. Glenn Fry. Glenn mm-hmm. Miller. R.I.P. Glenn Miller, right? Glenn Miller. I'm Miller. sorry. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Glenn Thomas. Thanks. Thanks, Thank Garbs. you. So I just um, think it was weird that they didn't announce what his responsibilities were going to be. They made well, him a generic offensive assistant, like he's a fucking intern. He's going to be breaking down tape. And I, looking at his at his twenty years of experience, I don't think that's what he's going to be doing. Maybe no. I'm wrong, but I don't think so. Uh, his resume looks a little bit like Matt Canada's. Oh, great! He's yeah, been great, everywhere. Right. Now he's actually had more time in the NFL though than Canada. Um, he well, had... if he's there to tell Canada that's a stupid play, you shouldn't run that, then I'm all for it. <laughs> now, does hey, Scarps, though, does that mean he's going to replace the mustache guy next to Canada? 
Was no. Because oh. uh, <laughs> that was guy, Mustache guy is, is, is the quality control coach. So I actually think Glenn Thomas uh, leaped over the quality control coach. If Big Ben's burner saying that this guy is – Steelers. A lot of people. This are guy's saying gonna be okay. Well, Big Ben's burner. You know, I love you. I'm just saying. A lot saying of people are saying what Burner is saying in the in the chat. Right. He said it, but yes, oh, yeah. people people are already saying that this guy's gonna be the the Steelers' next offensive coordinator. And I, this this fucking dude's gonna be getting coffee and donuts, man. <laughs> like, do not read <laughs> anything into this. And I, I, okay, he's not getting coffee and donuts, but like, yeah, he will. Look at it, maybe they're burgers. Right. You know, look he at, will. Look at it. Look at it. This. Look at it. This dude's resume. Okay. Um, looking at this dude's resume, uh, they, they, he was offensive coordinator last year at Arizona state. And, and we know, uh, you play to win the game was the head coach at, at, at uh, at Arizona state, Herm Edwards. Yep, and yep. we know there's a lot of weird stuff that happened there. Um, but they were like 80th, I believe in, in points per game last year in college, like t- less than 27. So more than the Steelers average. Uh, but we're also talking about a, a lower, a lower right. level of football. Um, so I, all day I've been trying to rack my brain and figure out where this guy came, like, like how does this guy fit in the Steelers puzzle? And I keep going back to he was on Mike Smith's staff for the Falcons for for maybe six seven years. Yep, six years. Yeah. And though Mike Smith and Mike Tomlin never coached together, Mike Tomlin always talked very highly of Mike Smith. They were both defensive coordinators at the same time. Yep. And it got me thinking, Glenn Thomas might have given somebody a scholarship. Um, oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being a dick. But, no, I, I, I really do think that that there is a Mike Smith, Mike Tomlin connection here, and and maybe Mike Smith was trying to help a guy out or, or whatever. Um, but, yeah, Claude said they, they should have hired Byron Levich. And I'm going to say this right now. If you're going to bring – and, and – and, Brian Flores was brought on last year, and I think that was a good PR move for both sides. And good for Brian Flores. Oh yeah, Melvin. Yeah. Did you guys watch the offense? Melvin. Last Melvin year? wins what the what you're drinking award because yeah, that is, yeah, fine, that stuff's fine amazing. Okay. Nobody was nobody was trying to hire Byron Leftwich for okay. anything. Okay, but here's the thing about that, Ben. They're Tampa Bay's offensive line was terrible. Brady was a statue; it could barely throw anymore. And yeah. every and they Leonard Fournette is busted and then literally brady looked like a shell of his former self yeah but uh, I, i'm just saying you can make the argument that before that brady was making the offense run because he's brady but they had a much and, better and offense that great line. players make good coaches y- yes and that and that when it's he's he's dealt a hand of average players he can't make it work like I, literally no well, one I, was no one was knocking down byron leftwich's door to hire him that was well, that's, even, that's an even better reason to fucking hire the guy. <laughs> like, nah. he, he could have got it for cheap. There's but a I, nice, there's a little Pittsburgh connection. Noah's right. Todd Bowles, I, super I nice guy. Not both, a good not a good head coach. Both things can be true though. That yeah. that he had a, an awful Tom Brady, no running game, terrible offensive line. Then he had a better Tom Brady, a better offensive line. You know, and they he, won a Super ben, Bowl. Right, and Ben's right though. Great players make coaches. I, they just do. Yes, I mean, and and so at the end of the day, I I, I just think that Tomlin Brady probably made Belichick. He didn't want to bring on made him. He didn't want to bring on Leftwich just because he didn't want Canada to feel like he I think was Bra- I agree. I, I think Brady made a lot of people, but yes, I oh, agree, and I I do think I I can't believe I'm saying this because 
but I, I do think Belichick might be on a little bit of a hot seat this year. Oh, um, come on. He is not. He's going to be just like Chuck Knoll. He can coach there as long as he wants. Dude, he's forever. Old, the guy won six rings there. But he's old. He will leave there when he retires. He's never, ever leaving. Ever. Well, he's, what's he like, 18 away from Shula? He is old. He's, he's no, it's 70. a little more than that. Oh, I thought it was in the teens now, but okay. Um, and you're probably right, but he's also old. Redbreast is good shit. Right, yeah, Mark? It yes, it is. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely good shit. Thank you, Ben. Um, uh, he's 30 away from Shula. Shula oh, has 30. Yeah, Shula 70. Has, Shula has 328. Belichick has 298. Oh, yeah, shit. Was about 800-year-old fucking rolling out there every week. So, I mean, I mean, how many he's... fucking years does Shula coach? I mean, my God. That's a good question. Well, I'm guessing... Uh... Guess no. Ian has that stat. 40, 50? I, I just as a head coach, that, it was uh, something, some ridiculous yeah. fucking number. I remember that. Um, I, I think I've covered what I wanted to cover before we got to the draft stuff. Anything I else have. before we get to the draft stuff? Any other, no, Ben did not make Tomlin, Melvin. I do not. I do not see that Ben made Tomlin. No, Shula because Ben had two years. Ben 32? had a lot of years that yeah. were. Eh, but there are a lot of people that will make the case that Ben made Tomlin. So, you know, we'll see in the next few you know, years. I would, I would, I would also say too, if you uh, and I know the defense, the defense also sucked in those those playoff games of, mm -hmm. of in the last. But Ben also sucked too. Ben was well, never turn the ball over. Ben, ben has not been good in the playoffs. Yeah, can't turn the ball over like that. And I and I and I know and I, I like you say that, but it's like, oh yeah, the throw to San Antonio. And then he had that amazing uh, uh, Ben hasn't been good run. Let's be honest. Ben hasn't been good in the playoffs yeah. since the suspension. He sucked in Super Bowl 40. Since the suspension. 43 was pretty well, cool. In 40, actually, in 40, he had some clutch plays. He had some clutch uh, third down conversions. Mm -hmm. And he had that touchdown when he ran in, mm -hmm. which I still think was a touchdown. But it um, was. But it accounted. Mike so Holmgren disagrees. <laughs> fuck Mike Holmgren. Mike Holmgren, oh, he's still baby. screwing up the end of the half. My point is just that. In the last decade of Ben's career, he was not good in the playoffs, okay? I, I completely agree. Now, now, no, with the exception of that game in Kansas City, which where he was just fucking unreal, I was like, oh, my God, this is like Denver again. This is awesome. He's yeah. back. And then it was one game. Well, yeah. Um, just as we move over towards the um, draft, you know, we were talking about Keanu Neal not really making starters money. You know, it was a few years ago that the Steelers signed uh, Morgan Burnett, and we kind of all thought that safety was no longer going to be a top priority, and that was the year they took Edmonds mm -hmm. uh, in the first round. So, yeah, well, exactly. Um, you know, so the possibility does exist. They could be still Bad looking. Signing. Not um, a great first round pick. I'm just saying, if they take him in the second round, they signed sure. a they signed an inside linebacker the year they took Miles Jack too. Um, yeah, they signed Stephen. Uh, what's his fuck? Um, uh, uh, now it's gonna bug the shit. Not, out of me. not Avery Williamson. Stephen. No, they traded for Williamson later in the year. Stephen Johnson uh, wasn't it? No, no. no. Stephen Stephen, jo Stephen Johnson was like when I still worked there, 2014. Okay. 2015. Uh, good dude. Steven Johnson. Good dude. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Whoever it was. Yeah. But, but John Fostick, too. 
Yeah, John Bostic. John Bostic. Yeah. But they, no, that wasn't John Bostic. What I'm saying is they've double dipped. JJ Wilcox. Yes. They, they signed. Have they signed a free agent and drafted someone at that. Position. The guy played so. for the for the fucking um, the Rams. Jesus, what was his name? Why Mark can't Barron. I say Mark Barron. Mark Barron. Mark Barron. Yeah, that's it. He was the guy who busted. I wasn't Ben's even close. Knee. I called him Steven. Busted whose knee? Steven. Ben's knee. Sylvester Steven. That's right. That's when, right. Same when they were in St. Louis. Stephen yeah. Sylvester. Yeah, that was that. Like Stevenson Sylvester. Yep. Twenty ten yep. draft pick, fifth round. Um, all right, let's talk some draft stuff here. I know a lot of the listeners are uh, dying to get into that, so let's do it. What's his fuck is my Madden name? <laughs> 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 That's oh, very yeah. creative, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, let's go with this. How about, Scarps, I'll start with you. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to give you a player, and you tell me whether or not you would trade up to get him. All right? Okay. So the player I'm going to give you is Christian Gonzalez. Would you trade up to get him? How far do you have to trade up? I, I, yeah, I'm going to so say. I'm going to say. You need context here. Well, yeah. Okay. I think that's part two of the question: is if you would trade up, how far right. would you trade up for him? Right. So, so, so okay. would you trade up for him, and how far would you go? I, I mean, I really do like the play. That's the thing. The, if if you like the player enough, then I think you should consider it. My my one thing about. Christian Gonzalez is he's only a sophomore. Um, okay. Steelers I, I'm love just, those young guys. So much the better. I, I'm just saying. But in my opinion, if you take a corner in the first round, I want him to be a little bit more experienced at the college level because I believe he's going to have to play significant snaps this year. So I don't disagree with that. So nah. if, okay, that's fine. I'm not move. I am not going to move up and, and, and give away picks. Now, if it's a couple spots and it's not a big deal, then fine. But I'm not moving. I'm not. If gonna... you had to draft a Troy Polamalu again, and you knew that his rookie year was going to be less than stellar, but they'd be a heap, be a hall of famer. How would you feel about that? Would you do it? This dude is not Troy Polamalu. I agree. Okay. Um, I'm gonna tell here. I'm gonna tell you this. And in case he's gonna touch on this later, um, <laughs> if if Dick LeBeau was the def still, if Dick LeBeau was the defensive coordinator, yeah, yeah, I'd I'd do that. But Dick LeBeau ain't walking through that door. No, he's not. Uh, okay. So just to be clear, you you would trade for him. But you're you're not going to trade very far for him. If he's there at 17, I yes, I absolutely take him. Okay, all right. But yeah. if he's there yeah. at 15, I'd, I'd think about it. But if we're talking about moving up like at a Devin Bush scenario, mm-hmm. I, I'm not doing then that. No. Okay. Huh. Uh, Ian, uh, I'm going to give you Devin Witherspoon of Illinois. Oh man, I want Gonzalez. All right, okay, uh, you can talk. You can talk about Gonzalez. Yeah, I'm just all right. You know. I was gonna say Gonzalez is easy for me. I would trade up as far as number eight with Atlanta. To get Holy shit! Woo! Um, all right, that's that's a rich trade. That wow! Is wow. Eh, God I mean, bless. It, I, I like it. It would be uh, richer than my wife's chocolate mousse. Yeah, it would. It would. 
honestly, we could get away with it for uh, number 17, number 49, and like a future mm. fourth. Um, but at any rate, right? Um, we but we talked and, and about we already we yeah. still we still would have a second round pick, but okay, at any yeah. rate, um, Witherspoon. <sighs> I don't love him. I don't think the Steelers love him. Uh-huh. Uh, the Steelers haven't really spent a lot of time on nope. him. No, it seems like in this draft cycle. Um, so I don't. I don't think he doesn't seem like a guy who's really on their radar a whole lot. Um, you know they they didn't send anybody to, or they sent some scout to Illinois Pro Day, but not like any of their main guys, yeah, right? The like guys it was not go there. Yep. It wasn't a, it wasn't any of the big guys and it wasn't even like Dan Colbert or you know no. any of the any guy whose last name is Rooney because they've got like six of them working in the office. <laughs> Aaron, now. we're not getting Paris Johnson. Um <laughs> we'll we'll get into that. But there's there's some other corners that they've taken a look at recently. The kid from Mississippi State, the kid from Forbes. South Carolina. Um uh, they've had uh, Smith. both yeah, they've had both of those guys in for visits that I don't know if they would take them in the first round, but at 32, mm-hmm. both of those guys are awfully enticing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I wouldn't trade up for Withers. All right, very good. Uh, ben, I'm going to give you um, uh, Lucas Van Ness. Would you Why? trade up for him? No. Okay. No. Why? What if, what if he's sitting at 17? Yeah, hell yeah, I'd take him. Okay. At Don't, 17, but I wouldn't okay, trade up for him. Definitely not, not trade up for him. No, okay. I'd All agree right. with that. Yeah, no, right, but good. if he's still there, would I take him? Yeah, I probably would. Uh, depending okay. on what other, you know, if 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 Broderick Jones is there at seventeen, and Lucas Van Ness is there at seventeen, fuck no. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I take Deontay Banks over Lucas Van Ness. And I'm not saying that that these guys are better players than Van Ness. I'm saying they don't need Van Ness as much as they need those positions. Agree. They need a corner way worse. They need a left tackle way worse. Well, so so maybe what the question could or should be is, you know, of these of these tackles, we're talking about Paris Johnson. We're talking about, you know, I I, I guess Gronsky, although many think he could be a guard or center. Gronsky's gonna be the first the first offensive lineman taken off. The I think so too. Um, and then obviously you you've got Broderick Jones that you mentioned, and um, I, I I mean. Are you trading up for any of these guys? Um, I would trade up for for Gonzalez, but I probably wouldn't go. Well, of, the, of those tackles, of those of tackles. the tackles, yeah. excuse me. Um, I I don't think I'd trade up for Paris Johnson because I don't think there's that much difference between he and Broderick Jones. Um, Broderick Jones, if he got to fifteen, I'd have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Fourteen, fifteen, I'd have to consider it. Um, Dewan Jones, no, I wouldn't trade up for him. Nor would I. Um, if he's still there at 17, I'd have to consider it again, depending on who's still on the board. Um, uh, yeah, Skoronsky is going to be gone. I'm not even trying to like measure that out. But back to the corners, because I uh, just want to throw this in there. I think Witherspoon is the first corner off the board. I think so, too. He's and the I, hottest. I, it's not just yeah. because he's the hottest. It's because he fits what Detroit wants to do so well. And, well, he, he and fits players, several teams. Yeah. players are successful in the NFL because the scheme matches their abilities, right? 
and mm-hmm. he just fits what they want to do on the field so well that I think they just can't pass. They're going to take him first. And I think that Witherspoon will probably go to Atlanta, but eh, you mean maybe Gonzalez. not. I'm sorry, Gonzalez will yeah, probably yeah. go to Atlanta. Um, and we, we probably won't have a shot at that. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go up to eight for Gonzalez. I wouldn't go up to eight for that. I mean, I think he's good, but as, as, you know, Ryan pointed out, do I think he's a hall of famer? Eh, probably not. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. who the fuck knows? I mean, you know, we're, we're amateur draft Knicks. Yeah, honestly. I well, mean, do we really know who's going to be a hall of famer coming out of this class? No, the professional draft Knicks don't know. Shit. They get True. it wrong. They're worse than weathermen. Yeah, absolutely. I, just, I think Witherspoon's the first corner off the board. I, I agree um, with that. I think that little tiny water bug uh, wide receiver out of Ohio State. What's his name? Who's Jackson Smith and Jigma? Here's a guy that doesn't know what's the weather. The, say that again for me. Sorry. <laughs> Jackson Smith and Jigma. Smith his brother, and Jigma. I think he's the first wide receiver yeah. off the board. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be about 14, 15. Yep. And he's not an imposing guy, but damn, is he talented. It's great route runner. Fucking quick. Sick. Yeah. Like he, he's plug and play. Yeah. You, you put him in day one. And yeah. and here's the, the other interesting thing, too, because we saw this happen last year, right? That teams valued essentially number one current wide receivers about the same as a latter half of the first round pick, right? Like pick 18, 19, 20 last year was when you saw like the AJ Brown trade, the Marquise Brown trade, like those things all started to happen right in a row. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you know, teams were, I still can't believe the Cardinals traded a number one pick for for Marquise Brown. (laughs) I can't. So fucking stupid. I I know it, but but they're going to be awful this year. Fucking terrible. But nevertheless, like we're kind of I feel like at 17, we're kind of right on that crux point of like, I'm not saying we're we're not gonna trade our pick for a while. Absolutely not. No. But right. you know maybe there's I mean depending on still on the board. I mean well, where I, things I, have happened coming sliding back a couple of spots. I would that, say that's like, a great question. If he's yeah, still there, you, you, you were have talking to about think today about on it. Slack. You brought this up today on Slack. You and I were going back and forth, and it was like, what would you do? That that that. So depending on who's the board at 15, if somebody wants to get up to 17 to grab, to nab some wide receiver and we're like, well, we don't want a wide receiver. We don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, what are you I, offering? I, I, I mean, right. We, well, they I, do not know what they got in Kelvin Austin, the third. I, no, I, no, no. But, I mean, how would you, you know? Tyree, I, exactly. It's not, and that's not, off, that's not his fault. But no, it's not, not at all. You can you can oh. find a slot receiver in the third or fourth round. Like Steelers Twitter told me that he's the next Tyreek Hill. You know, Steelers Twitter also told me that he returns kicks, which uh by the way, he fucking doesn't. He never has. <laughs> <laughs> uh thanks, Melvin, for giving us a little shout out there. Yeah, please do subscribe. Love it. Absolutely. Uh, um Claude yeah. brought up Jalen Carter. I mean, what if he tumbles? Do you take God. the risk? Yes. Yes. You have to. Yes. That guy is fucking otherworldly. Yeah. He is you, just yeah. seriously. I mean, you you can't if if that guy tumbles to 17, you have to take him, in yes. my opinion. The the kid from Pitt who plays defensive tackle and shit's goal. Kalijah Clancy. Yeah. Kalijah Clancy. Um you know, and, and I had this from reliable sources in Pittsburgh that he that he also shits gold. 
I don't know if you guys are aware of this. That's what I heard. And I don't know if you guys know this, but he played for the University of Pittsburgh. Did he really? Well, he did. That is breaking news that you will he, only he find did. On and and he's very, very good. He is. Next <laughs> next Aaron Donald. Um, but uh if uh, honestly, I would not be depending on who's still there. Yeah, if they took Clancy at 17, I'd be like, Yeah, wow, okay, 17. Is, I, I'm okay with this pick. This the okay, I'm okay with this pick. Okay. Yeah. Because All I right. mean he's he's gonna be a guy who's gonna play in the league for over a decade. And he's not that strong at the point of attack, but goddamn, he's so good in pass rush situations. Oh, he gets fuck. off the field so friggin' fast, yeah. so fucking quick, and 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 he gets around guys like like yeah. they don't even have a shot of blocking him. He he would be great in like, and and I would love him as a Steeler, but he would be great in like the the Jim Schwartz wide nine scheme where Jim it's like Schwartz play, yeah, exactly yeah. play the game. run on the way to the quarterback basically, yes. where it's just like you know if you the if you miss a running ball. back who cares yep. but get to the quarterback like right. he would be incredible in that kind of scheme. It, he's in Cleveland now, isn't he? I don't Schwartz? know where he is. I think but he's Cleveland uh, traded all their picks, so who cares? Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think yes, yes, he is in Cleveland now. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I, I like these scenarios. Wide nine this year. I'm you gonna... know the the Smith and Jigba at 17. I I mean, if he's sitting there and, and unless that's somebody really else... really hard to pick up. Even though you don't want them to take a wide receiver at 17, I don't think he'll be there anyway. I don't either. But I don't either. I don't. What mind do you do I... if he is there? How do you pass that up? Right. I don't because I don't basically like you're looking at Tyree Kill. You're like right fucking there how do i how do i i pass on this right i don't give a shit if they take him at 17 as long as it's not jordan addison because kim and kenny oh, pickett are so good together you know they're like, not taking fucking jordan addison no nah, i don't Jesus. think so either why is this even a thing still they, they've paid very little that. attention to him did uh, anyone from the steelers even go to the usc pro day anyone yeah one guy did uh they had a scout was, there i think they, they uh, had the west coast scout there they, they like the edge that's kit. good was it bruner um, Bruner was in no, Washington. Bruner's so that's in the Midwest. No, uh, now, Sadowski. Sadowski. Okay. No, Bruner lives in the Seattle area. That's right. Yeah, he's still he's out dead. there. Yeah. Um, they they do like the edge from uh, yeah, USC. Yeah. They do. They had him in for a visit. <laughs> right. Um, right. I I feel like there's so many guys that like they've had in for visits or USC. they've no. scouted at pro days that that I'm kind of like. I don't love this guy at 17, but he would be incredible at 32. Melvin, seven or eight guys. I would love Darnell Washington at 32, but it ain't going to happen now. Yeah. We we signed a second tight end. Right. It's over with. The reason I want Darnell Washington has nothing to do with tight end. I think he's going to be an incredible player. And I think my instinct is that somebody like the Ravens or the Bengals is going to draft him and he's going to torture us forever. But the I reason I want the Steelers say, yeah. to take him is I think that he could play left tackle. He he I, could he could be that guy who takes the Larry Brown the Larry Brown path. And I'm going back here to the 70s. 70s I, I, yeah. Who comes on as a tight end and they're like, "Hey man, you know if you put on some weight, you could play left tackle and make 20 million a year." Really? Well, I'm telling huh. you right now. So all the driving I did last week, I listened to a lot of NFL radio, and I, I think it was Adam Kaplan, and I can't remember who he was on with, said the exact same thing. Somebody's going to draft the Washington kid, turn him into a tackle. I'm just and, telling you. He's going to play tight end for a couple of years and then yeah. tackle, and he's going to be good. Yeah. 
I, I watching him on the sled was unbelievable. He's Seattle powerful now. Kid from Penn State, Gary um, Gilliam. 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 Yeah, Gary yeah. Gilliam. Yeah. Gilliam or Gilliam? Gary Gilmore. I don't know. Oh, shut up, Gary Jesus. Glitter. <laughs> Gary Glitter. Yeah, let's Gary Glitter is not a good person. <laughs> FYI, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he should just beat his ass to the sharks. Yeah. Not, a, yeah. not a good person. Yeah, but rock and no, roll I, part two is decent. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, there, and the other thing too. I mean, we we've talked about how many players right now, six, seven guys that we've all said like, oh, if that guy's there at 17, they got it. Yeah, you know, right. like, we, we'd be yeah. cool with them taking him. And that's think the thing that's it. awesome about this draft class. Well, well, <laughs> we're not like, so far back that we're not gonna get the guy who makes a difference. Right. Although but, I said but, that about Devin Bush. So well, think yeah. about this way, though, right? Like only 16 guys are going to go off the board before us. Right. Probably at least three of them will be quarterbacks. Throw in a couple linemen, corners. a couple corners. You know, yep. there's going to be there's going to be a, a couple guys there that we're like, yeah, you know, I mean, it might not be our first priority or our first love, but I feel like what they've done in free agency right now that they've given them some freedom. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Wait. Which which corner? There. Mark's up there. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mark. Good point, Mark. Um, they, they could they could go out Woo! right now and play a football game and against mm-hmm. half the league be competitive. Not against the top tier of the league, but no. they could be. You know, but they're in a position now where they don't have to draft a certain position. Right. They're, they're they not can, locked in. They can in pick the best player every year. Available. We talk about this every year. And then after the yeah, draft but is like over last with, year, they kind of had to take a quarterback. After, okay, did they? Fuck no. Eh, they didn't I have mean, to. They didn't have to, but they didn't yeah. have to. Well, we could have just ridden with Mitch and, and Rudy. I mean, and it, it, and it wouldn't have been pretty. We know no, this. No. And you know, but by what? the they same token, that the eight, quarterback nine, class nine last eight. year, the quarterback class last year was not good. That's why. Uh, that was why we were all like, "Eh, this isn't a great idea. No, don't do this." Noah Noah had a good question about Darnell Wright. He's a guy that's been creeping up draft boards. Um, I, I keep seeing him slip into the into the first round. Uh, a really good showing against some of the top pass rushers in the SEC. Um, he, he's, he's a little slow footed from what I remember watching him, but but man, he uses his I, body I think really that, well. That Wright is a guy that you're going to see in the second round here's a guy early to mid second round I don't, that I don't that's that, where i thought he would be but now you, i keep hearing these pundits say uh, yeah, he's creeping towards the first but i, I you know I, you know creeping, what, it, it, creeping is bullshit i mean the, the the squad the teams have had their their board set for weeks oh sure yeah yeah creeping is uh creeping up draft next boards on the internet because they're talking to people and they're mm-hmm. getting good reports on these guys Sure. That's that's all that is. Um, um and and I I mean if if we took Darnell Wright at 32, I we would have had pick 32 if Mason had had the reins. <laughs> <laughs> we still have Where's Scarps? Where's Scarps? Oh, we'll have to remember to pull that one up for him. Or, or uh, sorry, uh but Burner, we still have pick number 32. So there we go. Um uh, but is, no, I think uh that was a that was a sick burn with pick 32. Um because yeah, we've been number one. It, it, Anyways, um, we've had number one also. Uh, but at any rate, no, I they sent they sent uh, Pat Meyer, offensive line coach, to Tennessee's pro day. So yeah. I think they've definitely taken a look at it right. Um, and I think right was it one of the was Senior Bowl Shrine game one of those one, Senior Bowl I think, I think too Senior Bowl yeah and and Tomlin was all over that. I mean basically yep. talked to everybody there. So right. Um, 
you know, I, I wouldn't hate right at 32 if he's there. There's no, a, I wouldn't either. There's so many guys in this draft class. At 32, that, I agree with you. At 17, yeah. I'd be pissed. That's a little yeah. high. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me let me just throw this out there just because I wouldn't be me if I didn't. Uh, yes, any, Burner, we need to do that. Any chance of a QB at 17? <laughs> no. What, at 17? What, what if? Okay. If, what if, what if a Levis drops to seventeen? What no. if uh, Anthony Richardson's sitting there? If Anthony Richardson's sitting there, you have to take a chance, in my opinion. I mean, if, his ceiling is so freaking high you can't um, see it. If but, Will Levis is there, then you pick up the phone and start calling people and trade. Yeah, and you down. go, hey, well, hey, that I agree with. Yeah. yeah, you want you want this guy, and and honestly, Will Levis probably will be there at seventeen, and Tampa, who is two picks behind, will want him. So yes. yeah, yeah, you you make that call to Tampa and you say, "You want to come up?" Yeah, Do you oh, want to chance I, it? Yeah, you got to work those phones. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as the question about quarterback late, you know the Steelers took Chris Olatakun last year in the seventh round. He ended up winning a, uh, a Super Bowl ring with the Chiefs um, <laughs> as a practice know, squad player, though, right? Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, you know, I, I don't think they will. I think they'll they'll ride with Mitch with, and Kenny, and I think they'll just wait, 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 three. no. They, they've got to add two more quarterbacks. Yeah, before. they got to have another don't, three. Think they'll just do that in free agency after the no. draft. I I think they can. I think they they could sign an undrafted free agent. Um, of a lot I of think, coons. I think of, a, a UDFA is number four. I think as a number three though. I would think they draft one. I, I think they signed some. They've talked to point. a few quarterbacks. Yeah, in, in yeah. The, in the, the run up. They've got. Draft. We've got three seventh round picks. I would not be surprised if we took a quarterback, in or no two seventh rounders. Sorry, two. we have yeah. two seventh round picks. I wouldn't be shocked if one of those was a quarterback that was either the number four or number three on the roster at the tail end. It, it wouldn't surprise me. It still just, wouldn't shock me. Honestly, it would not shock me. If Mason Rudolph comes back, no, I was thinking about that today. Actually, <laughs> it would not shock me. Uh, by the way, where's that comment that Burner posted earlier? Oh, Mark? hold on. Uh, we need to post was... that for scarves. Oh, hold on. We need to. Oh, there, there we go. There, there you go, scarves. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. The fucking dude did his job. He's been a consummate pro throughout a very weird career and he has better numbers than Kenny Pickett did in his first oh, hey it's not it's a 10 million dollar cap hit they're not paying right. 10 million right but that's just the way they manage their fucking to that cap. point that's, he's, that's why he's his right. cap hit is so high they are paying him 8 million which is a lot of money to pay a backup quarterback yeah. which is why it would not shock me because apparently Mitch doesn't want to sign an extension <laughs> No, I wouldn't either. No, I'll get eight million dollars. No, Would hell you? no. I mean, you he's know, he's like, on that. I, why? Uh, yeah, why? Uh, nah. Yeah. Um, uh, other guys, uh, you know, a guy that's been real quiet in recent weeks is has been the defensive tackle out of Clemson, Breesy. I mean, I like I, him too at thirty-two. Not yeah, at thirty-two. I win yeah. that seventeen. Is it Breesy or Bressy? I, I don't know. It's I thought Bressy. it was Bercy, but I was Bercy. both. Uh, we need Dane Brugler's beast to come out so that we get the pronunciation guide on these guys. You're exactly right. April 10th is when his uh, beast comes out. God. Uh, oh, it's, God. It's Bressy. Is it Bressy? Brian Bressy. Okay. 
All right. Come on, uh, Bussy. Come on. Um, but Bussy, but Dexter Bussy. You know, there are right. a handful of guys there at, at seventeen that I'd be like, "Yeah, this is a good pick. I'm fucking happy." Well, uh, and I'll be honest, and this was the thing Ben and I were going back and forth on was we were talking about offensive linemen today and mm-hmm. and Mark, too, that we were kind of like, you know, is this guy more of a right tackle or a left tackle? And I was like, Ugh. honestly, I've been wanting them to take an offensive tackle for like three years now. If they take, to take a tackle five, I, I, I'll be thrilled. I don't care if he's more of a right tackle and we got to figure out where Chooks goes or if he's a left tackle or whatever. I, if they took Duwan like, Jones at, at 17, I'd be pissed. Yeah, that's too high. I, I, especially yeah. especially it's if you if you were drafting 17 and 49, okay, I could see it because at 49, he won't be there. Right. But you're drafting 17 and 32. Yeah. So no, you, I, take, I, you take the best player – Available oh, yeah. at you that absolutely spot. take the best player available. Totally but I'm agree. just saying, if we take a lineman, I'll be happy. I would not be pissed. Yeah, uh, at 17 or 30. Honestly, at 17, 17, if they get Broderick Jones, I'll be. Uh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. inject that into my veins. Uh, that, what what the hell did uh, Russ Grimm once say about Max Starks? Uh, you know, you need a cab to get around this guy. He's so big. <laughs> That's that's Broderick Jones. You know, so remember, I I, I keep going back to this, but last Burner's year. Burner's got to bring this shit up again. I know. That's what I, that's why we I loved Creed it. Humphrey on this. You can go back and watch. You can go back to my shows. fucking tweets. I wanted Creed Humphrey in the first round that year. Yes. I don't think I was on the show at that point. No, you weren't. No. We loved Creed Humphrey that we year. We took Najee. Yeah. Oh, I know that. I, I know that. Um. Yeah, uh, I wanted them to trade back and then take Humphrey. Yeah, but they didn't yeah. do that. Guys, it's okay though. We got Nage and Muth. Everything is Muth. fine. Uh, yeah, you know what? They could have they could have not taken Muth and also taken Humphrey. That would have been right. awesome too. Yeah, I know. I that was that was tough. I would have been um, fine with that. You know, I, I would also say last year I remember. The, the, remember the Patriots took Cole Strange in the first round. Yeah, and you loved was, him. I yeah. did, but I, I said like third round. I would love. No, him. he. But that's what okay. he had on him was third okay. round. But and you remember, he's he, a good player. He, he fucking, shut down Cam Hayward. Yeah, he yeah. Took Cam's lunch, man. And let's yeah. die. not many people could do that. No. And so, so I look at this as not only I mean, Cam backed him up a couple of steps, but then he stood his ground. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jesus Christ! And so usually so, when Cam gets a jump on somebody like that and he starts shoving into the backfield, they're done. Cam yeah. Cam is an he managed to recover. Player. I mean, that's like a young guy learning his job, yes. learning on the job, Second and, and being good enough anyway. That was really fucking impressive in so, my opinion. So I look at that as okay. Um Maybe people might have thought that was a reach at the time, but obviously the the guy can play. So then I look at this is an opportunity for the Steelers to maybe not gamble, but, you know, maybe take a guy. Okay, if there was one draft where they take a guy at 32 that I was that I might not be like, ah, I don't know. I'm not saying it's the Juan Jones, but Mm -hmm. if it's a Cole Strange type, I'd be like. That ain't so strange to me. Cole Strange. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like. No, you're not going to get Cole. Yes. Cole Strange. Like, they, they, that's a Tomlinism a little bit. Okay. So, he, so here's. Cole Strange. Yeah. Here's, here's one more what if for you. What if, what if B. John Robinson's still there at 17? 
Oh my God! No, <laughs> no. I will. I will. I will no. drink Maude and, River water. And I love <laughs> Bijan Robinson. I, I do love too. Him. I fucking love. I him. I do too. But no, we can't get him okay. enough snaps. No, I, I agree. I just unless I mean, it. if you do that, you're trading Najee. You're, oh, you're trading him. You, you're and right. At you're best, Najee take, right now. At best, you're going to get a third round pick. At <laughs> best, nobody's taking Najee. Let's be honest. Nobody is taking him. No, no, no. Nobody, I, I, no, 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 no. Nobody's trading for Najee. Somebody if, would trade for him. If Bijan Robinson would. is there at 17, if he gets, if he gets through. Like New England at fourteen and Green, uh, yeah. If I think gets, New England if, takes him. Yeah, if I, he gets I think past New England, England at fourteen, if he's there at seventeen, you call up the Chargers and you're like, "Hey, Austin Eckler wants out. Do you want to move up like four spots from twenty-one to seventeen to take Robinson uh, Burner. If if he goes to any to get team ahead in the of. North, I will drink bleach. If who goes to Robinson? Any team in the, Robinson goes to any team in the North. Yeah. I wouldn't be thrilled either. Yeah. Well, Cleveland's set, and like, I mean, it would be Baltimore, which would fucking suck yeah. if that happened. Yes. Why would it be Baltimore, though? Because the Bengals and well, the Dobbins Browns are pretty much hurt. set at running back. Okay, yeah. Dobbins is hurt, but they got Dobbins, they got Gus Edwards, they got Justice Hill. Like, they're they're yeah. pretty good. They got a three-headed well, monster, but if, you, if, when if you have an opportunity get, to get a guy yeah, like that at 22, him. you fucking take him. And uh, Cleveland doesn't have a pick in the first two rounds, so like they're just out true. of. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, what about an edge rusher at 17? Yes. Which one? <laughs> we talked about this earlier, and I was like, "No, not trading up for him." Well, I no. mentioned Lucas. No, Van Lucas Van Ness, but, but, no honestly. You know. So um, I wasn't sure if I was going to make the show tonight, and typically, you know, two weeks ago when we did a show, Mark was like, "I'm going to ask you guys this question every week until the draft," and they didn't ask it tonight um it was you know who do you think the Steelers are going to draft no, we're not so I messaged yet, but... Mark earlier in the week and I was like hey if I don't make the show uh my guy that I think they're going to take is Lucas Van Ness which was a bit of a change up from yeah. you know yeah, me I'm saying Brian Branch the last weeks but um you know they were at Iowa's pro day and yeah. they haven't Re- they haven't done anything with Alex Highsmith's contract yet and we've talked about it on the show that you know I don't know if they have the budget to sign two edge rushers to what Highsmith plus TJ Watt are going to command, you know, from a contract standpoint. This is a good edge class, by the way. If you have an opportunity, there's a a variety of guys. There are there are seven guys at the top of the board that are they're 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 all a little different. The the thing I'm not all like first round guys, but they're good. Yeah, the 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 kind of weird thing about this class though is you've got a couple guys that are like good speed rushers but really undersized in like right. Nolan Smith from Georgia and Will McDonald from Iowa State who yep. they went to Iowa State's pro day this year. Now Nolan and, Smith, if Nolan Smith is there and he can play inside outside, do you grab that guy? Oh, absolutely. I yeah, would. I would oh my god. I would. You can yes. put him anywhere. That's yeah. Lawrence Timmons again. Yeah. yeah. Fucking love yeah. Law Dog. He was the best. Yeah, I'm just saying um, that's a guy you're gonna get ten years out of. That yeah, that's a good first round pick. Yeah, I've had drinks. Yeah, <laughs> I've had drinks. We've yes, had some have. drinks. Um, 
Yeah, so so you've got two guys in like Nolan Smith and Will McDonald who are both under 240, which is like extremely small for an edge right. rusher. Like usually you want those guys 250 to 270. Right. But then you also have guys like Lucas Van Ness from Iowa and the kid from USC. Um, I can't Tule, pronounce his name. Tula or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that are that are like 270, <laughs> which sorry. is like the much Tui bigger end. Well, the the kid that I think was in Pittsburgh rusher. today from uh, Georgia Tech is 285. Yeah, Keon I mean, White. Uh, Keon White is a good player, dude. He's very athletic for. When, his I mean, when he 285. You're a you're a five tech three tech. They'll, oh, they'll make no him lose it. weight at 285, right. in my opinion. Yeah. But, you know, if he's going to play edge, because he's got to drop back and, and cover. Yeah. Cover. Right. Well, and that's that's the question, right? When I was looking at Lucas Van Ness, like, Iowa lined him up inside and outside in their 4-3 front. And, uh-huh. you know, uh, Iowa State with Will McDonald ran the stupidest friggin' defense I've ever seen. Like honestly, they they ran like a three two six dime every play, and I was like, "This is the dumbest defense." And he was like an an end in the three of the two and yeah, then the six defensive weird. backs. And well, I was like, "No wonder game. Iowa State went it's six really six hard to scout um, him." It's really hard to watch his tape and go, okay, this guy is going to translate as an edge in the NFL yeah. like this. Because but, you're right. That McDonald's was the a guy, fucking just, ugh. Yeah, McDonald's a guy that I'm like 32 or 49. Yeah, I could yeah, I could make yeah. an argument for that in the yeah. second round, but not in the first. But some of the other guys like Nolan Smith in the first, absolutely. The kid from USC in the second, yeah, definitely. Kid from Georgia Tech sometime, not in the first, but later right. on yeah you don't think so you think you think 32 not 17 not 17 yeah wait wait wait, wait. with who nolan smith is miles the only murphy keon oh, miles... white that kind of range murphy's <sighs> murphy i think born on him yeah i don't know about murphy um not a 17 for not me. yeah 32 32 yeah, 32, yeah. Yes. i consider yeah. it there yeah um i i like murphy i but he's he's still a guy who now here's a guy Needs to develop his Ah, Casey should be fun here soon. Yeah, fire him up. He's he's an athlete who needs to develop his pass rush moves at this point. Uh, Still, he's he looks raw. He looks awkward. That's that's it. He looks awkward. Now, when they drafted TJ Watt, they were like, Jesus Christ, this kid's a great athlete. He doesn't have any pass rush moves at all. But Jesus Christ, he's a great athlete. Yeah. And he's got the lineage, and he got the work ethic. Yeah, let's take him. Goddamn hands could palm a medicine ball. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, T.J. Watt. Well, are you good? And, and I'll hand. say this one last thought hand on Lucas Van Ness too. Uh, he had the second best three cone time in the draft class of the edge rushers. It yeah. was, and now it was over seven, but it was Who's like this? seven. Lucas Van Ness. It was seven point oh seven. It was 7.02, yeah. so like a, a hair over seven, but still like. And who had the best the best three cone time? Uh, this kid from like Will- Eastern Michigan. Yeah, they keep pumping out edge rushers. For yeah, some Mac Pride, Nation Mac Pride, Wide. baby. Yeah. Uh, Aaron had a uh, talked about Ivan Pace, a kid from uh, Cincinnati. I, I if I saw that correctly, he had the highest cognitive score for all the linebackers. I think. Wow, you know, in terms of recognition yeah. and stuff. So Neat. I don't know. You know I've heard him. I think uh, the kid from Pitt, Servassier Dennis. His was yeah. ridiculously his, his high. Was second highest passes yep. Servassier. 
Crevassier? Crevassier. the Servassier. Servassier. Charcuterie? Anyway, we're getting off track. What do you guys uh, think is of Casey Tyree Kasem Wilson? on deck? Huh? <laughs> what, do you think of Tyree, what do you think of Tyree Wilson, by the way? Since we're talking edge players, I think he's gonna go top six or seven. I, I think don't. If the, if I think Detroit, Will Anderson will. I do not think Tyree Wilson will. If go Detroit top doesn't go corner, they'll go him, eh. and he could slide a little bit. I think but. he'll be in the middle of the first. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd say top fifteen. I don't. I don't yeah. think Tyree Wilson's there for us, but I'd say top fifteen. Well, that might be. That'd be sneaky. See, this is one of the things 17. that it's like. They're going to have to look at it at about at about fifteen. Go okay. Who's still on the board? Who wants to move up? Yeah, and right. work the phones because this really is a very good class at the top, and, and, and people are going to have needs. And you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, well, I don't really need a pass rusher that bad. I have T.J. Watt. So what are you offering? Yeah. Hey, in every year. There's always a surprise pick, and there's always a couple of trades. And there are always just, there are a lot more trades now than there yep, used to be. You just can't kinda, predict it. I, I you know, I, shout out to Dallas for taking Taco instead of TJ. Fuck yeah, that was funny. <laughs> oh my god, Taco. And, and uh, I mean, looking back over now? the last few years, there have been some really no darn idea. good players taking Taco the is now a like, Gordita Supreme Crunch. Like Derwin James fell to 17 for the Chargers mm-hmm. that one year. CD Lamb went 17 to the Cowboys. Yep. Like there Bad are boys. good players yeah. available at 17. Yeah. Well, I'd like to turn things over to Mr. Casey Kasem oh, as we wrap this uh, episode boy, up oh, here. Boy. I think that uh, Casey's pouring himself a drink. Casey's had two weeks to uh, come up with a real gem here. So, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, from the dead, Mr. Damn. Casey Kasem. Casey's Coast to Coast, American Top 40. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the week that was April 6, 1983. Ryan for Pittsburgh writes, Dear Casey, I've been listening to a lot of Genesis this week. The Lamb lies down on Broadway in particular. Genesis, as you know, was an English progressive rock band, arguably one of the most influential prog rock bands of all time. When you look at the band's overall career, you can split it into two eras. There was the Peter Gabriel era and the Phil Collins era. In my opinion, they were a better band with Peter Gabriel at the helm, but they were more popular with Phil Collins at the helm. Regardless, Genesis was great in both eras. Much like Genesis, you can split Matt Canada's coordinating tenure with the Steelers into two parts. What are you doing? With Ben and with Kenny Pickett. The Steelers' first-round pick in the 2022 NFL Draft that went to the University of Pittsburgh. However, much unlike Genesis, both of Matt Canada's eras have absolutely sucked. If Matt Canada (laughs) coordinated Genesis, he would have Peter Brady and Dr. Phil as lead singers. (laughs) He has no idea how to put his players in positions to succeed. It's always the same. It's just a shame. That's all. (laughs) But Casey, it's hard not to get a little optimistic about the Steelers offseason. I think they've added some key pieces, veteran leadership, and have set themselves up nicely for the draft. I'm not going to go full sunshine crew and say they'll be adding a seventh Lombardi come season's end. And the reason I remain skeptical is not so much the players, but coaching. 
as the old adage goes, you can't expect a tiger to change its stripes. Well, you can't expect Matt Canada to know anything about running a successful <laughs> offense. Casey, as long as Matt Canada remains offensive coordinator, I won't be setting my expectations too high. I don't care anymore. Well, Ryan, once again, we don't deserve you. You are the beacon of light that that guides us through the shitstorm. Remaining at number 39 this week, here's that second era Genesis lead singer, Phil Collins. But this is off his second studio album, solo studio album. Hello, I must be going. Here's I Don't Care Anymore. (laughs) Oh. Every every week, I, I always wonder where he's going, and I'm never correct. Uh, I love it. 1983 Genesis. By the way, that that uh, Land of Confusion video. I still have nightmares over that Phil Collins puppet. Aaron, hey, uh, how old were you in 1983, Mark? <laughs> dream, dream of Land of uh, well, Confusion. Twelve, maybe something 12? like that. You sure? 11, Twelve. Eighty-three. So. Do the math. Eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Eleven years old. I think. Oh I'm man, I remember were, that on MTV. That's you were fourteen-ish. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was bad. I was waiting for uh, you know uh, uh, Headbangers Ball to come on. Yeah, oh, yeah, Ricky Rock on MTV. Ricky Rocket, baby. Yeah, on MTV yeah. when they actually played videos. Oh God, those were the days. Those were the days. All right, we're gonna get on out of here uh, once again. Thank you very very much to Variety Sports Network for picking us up, and especially Brandon. He's been absolutely wonderful to work with. Uh, make sure you check out the site, steelcityblitz.com. All of our position previews are up there, um, as well as all kinds of other wonderful things. And uh, check out on Twitter, at SCB underscore podcast, at SCB Blitz, and, of course, on Facebook and Instagram and all that other stuff. So, yeah, have a good Easter, everyone. Good Easter, hopefully hopefully yeah. your weather is wonderful for Easter egg hunts and, Mine won't be. and all that other stuff. But uh, anyway, for these guys, it's still dead. Signing off on the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And, hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. <laughs>